everyone, my name is Brian and I host the podcast Vibe Check, which is all about my life and things that are happening in the world we live in. My goal in life is to promote positivity and love because there is no room for hate and inequality in this world. If you're a fan of wholesome vibes, kick back, relax, and enjoy this podcast. You could really do anything. And if you have that fire, if you have that energy, that, 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 that thing that's burning in your, in your chest, you can really do anything, anything, anything. Elevate, elevate. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this podcast. I have a very special guest today, Angie. Angie, would you please talk about yourself right now? Just introduce yourself right now. Hello, I'm Angie. I do films. I'm uh, I'm 22 and I just graduated college. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we go. We both just graduated, and like it's crazy just to see that you know the last like what four months of college, how like what happened, what took place, that we weren't able to finish that our last what quarter of college. Like how how, how did that make you feel? If I'm being real, I was super a bit, it was like sad because it was my last quarter of college. We didn't get to like say bye to our campus or just our friends really. Cause I went home literally when they just called to quarantine and cause I didn't see the point of paying for rent and stuff. So I spent my last quarter in my room, <laughs> in my childhood bedroom, which was an experience. <laughs> I saved money, but at what cost, you know? <laughs> uh, that's true. I, I definitely feel that. What's crazy was that that last quarter, winter quarter, before the quarantine happened, we had strikes on campus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, that's true. That's, UC Santa Cruz, the last year of UC Santa Cruz was really interesting because most of the time it was not even in class. Yeah. Because of the power outages, the strikes, and then quarantine, and then just a bunch of other things. The cola strike, cola. <laughs> thank cola. you. But yeah, that that was a weird time. That was Just, a weird time. Anyways, so as as a filmmaker, what got you into wanting to be a filmmaker? Like my voice is cracked, but yeah, okay, I don't know. <laughs> it's but okay. I know that I always like played with the pictures when I was little. I would like take really now embarrassing photos and make memes on Facebook and try to be really funny for the world. I've always wanted to be like a little entertainer, but then I grew up and then I got shy. And then <laughs> I started to document things instead of like being in them. And yeah, but all like my entire life, I kind of liked math and science. So like, it's kind of funny that I ended up in something in the art world. But I also knew that math and science wouldn't be like the thing for me because I like creative freedom and just taking my time to make things and like putting my thought process into something. And I feel like filmmaking is a lot like math <laughs> in my That's personal opinion, because it's like a little puzzle of things like editing, like editing is really like where I thrive and where I like that's what I like to do. And it's however you structure your little scenes is how the story is going to how it's going to build, <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's why I like film. And that's why I started film. I'm, I, I actually really never thought about film like that before as a puzzle. But now that you mentioned that, I, I get it. I, I see it, that connection. Because every time when I go in to make something, I am literally puzzled. I have that puzzled, confused face <laughs> yeah. every time before making something. And I get 
hecka anxious. I get super <laughs> scared and I get super hungry because I'm super anxious. But just seeing the reason why I really wanted to have you on this podcast is because I, I saw, first of all, how cool you were at school. Just seeing like you just Stop literally it. I from day one, I was like, that girl is a trend center. Like I, 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 I can see it. Oh, I can see it. She knows it. She knows it. But seeing her in the last in the last uh, class that we had together in person before quarantine, I saw your skateboarding. What was it? Was it? Was it? Was that one seventy B? The skateboard. The, the skateboarding film. Did I five one seventy five documentary? That was a doc. That was a documentary. Okay. No, that was so, Quentin. That was Quentin. Yeah. Yes. So in 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 our film class, I I saw that skateboard video you made and. I was shook. I was, <laughs> I was like, wow, the transitions, the editing, just the, the way you, you, you created that, that, that story and brought her voice to, 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 to life. That was just really cool. And I was inspired and I complimented you, Hekka. Yeah, I, I, I hope, <laughs> I, 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 I hope to be a cool filmmaker like you. Cause my goodness. <laughs> but uh, do I you want to talk about that film a little bit? Um, well, I am always scared of narrative films for some reason, and they freak me out a lot. So I was like, I'm going to take this documentary class instead. <laughs> but then I I just found out that it's not as easy as I thought it was going to be. Like, I was like, okay, this is like a story. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to point my camera at something and then it's going to unfold for me. But then when I did do that, there was like a bunch of different little stories within the story. And that's where everything gets super confusing. But for Queer Skate, like you saw, we had like three different assignments. So um, I divided it into like Kate's story about skating and then... There was a separate story about like her whole organization that she created, mm-hmm. and uh, what do I say about it? I don't know. It was it was fun. It was, she's my friend. Um, that's how I learned about it. She's also an icon in my eyes. She's my trendsetter in my eyes. There we go. Inspo. It was just like a cool opportunity to just meet a lot of other cool people within that are already in my life, but I I got to learn more about her them and yeah. That's 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 great. That's great. I I I I really did fall in love with the first edit. Not only was the edits really cool and all the cuts and everything, you know, I loved her shoe collection. Mm-hmm. Uh also just just seeing that dance part at the end, that really hit me cuz as someone who loves dance and seeing other people dance just that hits the spot. That's like the cherry on top of the Sunday in my opinion that oof, but with everything happening in the world right now, how important do you think it is for people to use their voice verbally and also through film? Do you think do you think there's like a difference of, of, of how people share their voices through the different mediums? Or is one more powerful than the other? Just give me give me your take on how important it is for people to, to use their voice. All I can talk about is like about my experience. So like through film, I usually tend to make things about things that I've experienced. So I guess that's a way of using my voice. And I think that's really important because there's no other way for people outside of yourself to understand what you're going through without you sharing it, you know? And film has been like a really cool way to do that for me, at least. Or for me and like the people that I identify with, like queer, brown, Mm -hmm. Colombian, 
immigrants, um, which is what I tend to do everything about. Um, and especially right now, I think that we're in a time and place where we need to like just listen to other people outside of ourselves. And even though I guess we, we aren't experiencing it or you aren't experiencing it um, in your own personal bubble, it's time to like learn about what other people are experiencing and like listen, because why? Just because it doesn't exist in your little world. It doesn't exist in general. I don't know. So yeah, that's like one of the main reasons why storytelling is so important for me. Um, because even though we've advanced so much, I think that it all comes down to storytelling, which is literally since like the caveman era <laughs> with yeah, their that's true. stories on their walls. And that's just how humans end up sharing things. And yeah, yeah I hope that makes yeah. sense. That was great. That was honestly great. And just just with, with the world the way it is right now, I, I felt like personally, I had to use my voice to to help educate people that I know because I, I, I used to be the type of person that did not listen to the news. I did not really, if something wasn't affecting me, I, I wouldn't really care about that. So over the last couple of months, I you know, in isolation, you know, from the rest of the world, I had more time on my phone, on my laptop, and it really exposed me to all of the harsh realities that people are going through. And just, I imagined putting myself into other people's shoes. And, and that, that was crazy. Just putting yourself into other people's circumstances is crazy and, and, and hard to explain. And that's why I've been pushing a lot of my friends to vote. I was doing a giveaway on Instagram social media and video is super crazy and influential because you have TikTok, you have Instagram, you have Twitter. There's so much media that's going around this world. And at, a, at, at one second, the world can change just from one video and whatever that video shows to the world can really impact people. And yeah, it's funny that you said um, how like we quarantine started and like we all became isolated but in a way I feel like we've all become more connected in a way um because we've all we have to do right now is like intake all of this media and all these different takes on the world and we have more time to like and you know media reaches like all around the world so there's more variety diversity that we're probably starting to listen to and yeah it's ironic how we've are remote but we're also like really connected yeah especially with with everything with all the the protests and covid it's crazy how people are definitely on social media and showing more support for things nowadays because they're just spending more time in front of a screen rather than outside with people so times are changing yeah and so since we just graduated i it's crazy just to think that school technically started last week for for uc santa cruz and we don't have to go to school for the first time in so long so yeah my my next question would be what what are your plans after graduation like i mean technically it's grad after graduation right now so what are you planning to do in the next couple of months year or so just lay it all down for me okay well i'm definitely a go with a flow kind of girl <laughs> but um I know that like my last quarter in class and online really like pushed me creatively 
like my thesis film was something that I didn't really think I was ever going to make or mm-hmm. it was something that I originally wasn't even going to make <laughs> and then just became yeah. that because of the circumstances. So I know that like these circumstances are going to push me creatively somehow and like give me inspiration. But at the same time, it is really hard to just be home and not like be able to be with your friends or with other people outside of your house. Um, so I'm taking some time on my own at as of right now. That's good. <laughs> but you need that. I have been like editing old photos and films. I do need to re-edit some films that I think I want to, um, what is it? Submit to film festivals. Yeah, mostly just working on the things that I have already done. And I do have like some new projects that I'm working on, but I've literally been working on them since March. So we'll see what ends up happening with those videos. Um, And hopefully I do want to move out of my house because I feel like I'm getting too comfortable in my house now. I'm like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) I need to get it going. (laughs) I I think everyone could relate with you. So like crazy. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like I'm in middle school, not even high school. Like I'm in middle school right now. And I'm just like in my room hanging out. (laughs) I go downstairs, hang out with my sisters because everyone in my whole family is here, which is like something we haven't had in a long time yeah and tell me about that yeah that's life right now so yeah i think i'm gonna try to move out by like the beginning of 2021 and get i really want to move to the bay area i used to be really obsessed with moving to la but right now i think i want to stay closer to home because of everything that's going on and family's really important to me so that's something that's like kind of um, influences me a lot on what i need to do with myself but yeah, I think the Bay is really cool and I just want to be around black and brown queer people and that's really everything I need. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah, you, you sound like you know what you want to do. That's great. <laughs> I mean, I just need to find a job, but I mean, the world is all digital. Yes. There will be a place for me somewhere. <laughs> of course. Trust me. Trust me. There is most deaf a place for you <laughs> in this world. And I'm not just saying that to say it. I'm, I'm totally like, just just if you can inspire people and have an impact on other people there would definitely be a place for you somewhere in this world i mean you're alive so that means you do have a place in this world so just <laughs> just keep 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 that momentum going you know what i'm saying yeah i'll try i'm trying you're, you're I'm doing trying great yeah so speaking of la do you do you feel that la is probably like the only place where you can get become successful as a filmmaker as a creator or do you think there's other places such as the Bay Area where we can be successful but not have to live or be in LA? Um, I used to be really pro SoCal and LA because, you know, that is the hub of film and digital yeah. media. But at the same time, I think it's getting so oversaturated now. Like you become just like another person that does the same thing in the same space. Yeah. No hate on LA or anything. <laughs> I I understand the dream of Hollywood. Like I would like to live there for like a year or two and see how it is. But at the same time, I feel like it's not necessary if you want to. I mean, I mean, I mean, for me, I get uh, for me at least, my dream isn't to become like the next Tarantino or like the next biggest director of Hollywood. Yeah. Like that's not really my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal. I'm still Angie. figuring it out, but you, you, the goal is to be your your best self, the best yeah. version of Angie you can be. 
Exactly. And like, what is success? We don't really know. <laughs> well, you're asking a loaded question right there. <laughs>、um, but yeah, I think anywhere that just, I feel like right now we're in, a di- in the digital age of the world. So, really, if you're into digital media, film, you can live anywhere and have a job if that's, that's like、right. what you want to do. But also, yeah, I don't think. I don't think it's necessary to move to LA personally. I mean,、okay. you could like move to, okay, not like a small town. You can't move to the suburbs <laughs> and the like、valley. start.、Uh, I mean, I live in the valley. Okay, don't be rude. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But yeah, there's not much to do here unless you want to be like the digital marketer of some type of, of some business. But commercial digital media stuff is kind of soul wrenching and it kind of, Breaks your soul, but it's, it gives you money, and you have side you could do like a side hustle of your like creative things. Um, like what I'm finding joy in is just like dressing up and because like self expression is also really important for me. And like one of the same one of the ways that I show my creativity, and sometimes I'm like, did I become basic? This can't happen, <laughs> this can't happen. <laughs> so I just try to push myself. like Visually, and like with my hair, and like with my makeup and clothes, Joker vibes. You got Joker vibes right there. Joker vibes, lol. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> Amazing. Snaps again. <laughs> I can't believe you just called me the Joker, but okay, that's fine. I mean, the Joker is a total <laughs> the Joker、badass. is an iconic character, I'll agree. But, <laughs> but anyways, that, that was amazing. Do you have do you have any advice that you can give to someone who's a creator that makes content or someone who wants to get into filmmaking? Or is starting out college and doesn't know what they want to do, or anything that you feel like that you want to share that's good advice. For me, something that I would have liked to hear was because I used to be really hard on myself when I wasn't making anything. And I know you're like pushing people to make something. And yes, make things. Don't stop. The whole thing is like, don't stop. But also,、yeah. if you don't feel inspired and if you don't feel, if you're feeling unmotivated to like create, Doesn't mean that you're not an artist. It doesn't mean that you're not capable of doing anything because technically we're really not made to make、uh, amazing things all the time. Like you need time to rest and your mind needs to like regenerate. Recharge, yes. Recharge. Yes. I need to listen to this right now. <laughs> and you won't make something extraordinary all the time. And it's okay because inspiration will come and motivation will come. Eventually, out of nowhere. But yeah, just don't be too hard on yourself, I guess. And what makes you an artist is is the fact that you want to create things in the first place. It isn't、mm. how much you create.、Mm. <laughs> I just got I just got Ratatouille vibes right there. Oh my gosh, that、what、was great. Ratatouille vibes? Ratatouille. Oh, Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I feel that's really important advice as someone who creates stuff a lot. I do have those moments where I'm, I, I'm pushing, I'm forcing content just because I like just the flow of, I, I just love that, that, that hustle, you know? So it, it does affect me in, in a really bad way when I don't take the time to really just chill out and just relax, take time for myself. So that's something that I'm trying to learn, <laughs> even though I'm, I can't believe I'm turning 23 and it's taking me that long to really understand that. You're、so, only 23. It's not. <laughs> you're acting like you're 
you are twenty three. Sometimes it feels like that. But <laughs> yeah. But wait, I wanted to say one more thing about this is literally from like three questions ago, but I think this is important to say because I forgot to say it and I wrote it in my notes for a reason. <laughs> um about the voice thing. Oh yes. I think it's really important to use your voice, especially for brown, black, indigenous creators, because even if it's like narrative forms, I think brown, black, indigenous, LGBTQ plus like characters in spaces that are like joyous and like they're not they don't have to go through like tragedy. They don't have to go through like trauma in these movies, which is what (laughs) people tend to create movies on. Um, just moments of just joy and like viewing that and being a brown person and seeing that on the screen is so important to me, I think. Yes, I agree. And yeah, that's why we need to keep going because we need to just normalize and joy. Like that's all. I just want to see our people just be happy on the screen. They don't have to fucking die. (laughs) It's, 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 do you know what I just realized? I, I, I was watching uh how i met your mother and literally the entire cast was the the main characters were all white right and all like with friends the entire cast was 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 white also so i feel you know and they're talking about doing a a a friends reboot with an entire you know black cast and that's that's really cool i feel like we need to start thinking about all diversity in terms of like not making films dominantly just about one race but about all races yeah i mean there's a difference between like diversity and like tokenizing people for just like because they're brown and you're putting them in the movie because diversity because it's trendy right now that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying yeah that's why creators that are of color need to be the ones creating things because they understand their stories and they understand their experiences um but yeah i i kind of understand what you mean i think um even though it's like a positive change that we're seeing more like diversity on the screen at the same time, it could become a little problematic just because like, what are they doing? What are the stories that they're giving to these characters? Exactly. What exactly. Is the ultimate impact that they want this character to have on like their viewers? I, 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 I get that. I feel it. And Oh my gosh, I'm sweating a lot right now, but Sorry, I got so political. I, no. I make things really political. No, <laughs> That's also honestly, one of the things that I do. It's it's people gotta people gotta people gotta really learn about and be be more willing to to accept politics and listen to people who, who are talking about politics because people tend to have negative views on people who talk about and bring up politics. And I feel that we need to be more open minded to other people's thoughts and opinions especially when it comes with the world right now is just crazy and we just need more love and supporting you know and positivity and just all that good stuff honestly just all that good stuff anyways i would like to thank you super 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 much for being on this podcast it means a lot and i I really did enjoy learning from you listening to you talk and before before we started this podcast you were all nervous about talking and being interviewed but you did great you did so great you should give yourself a round of your applause round of your applause round of applause come on dude you know yeah like you did great and i hope you do continue to do great things in the future because you are amazing 
That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. Brian, I really appreciate that. I'm excited to see the work that you make and the things that you post on TikTok. And I love your positive energy. You really radiate. You're like, I see your post and the sun blinds me because you just radiate sunlight. <laughs> I, I try my best. It's, you know, behind behind the camera, it's it's definitely, it's different. You know, of course, I do love to radiate this positivity. But at the end of the day, we, we try to push ourselves to, to be the people that we want to be in this world. That's what's up. That's <laughs> vibe check. Vibe check. That's what it's all about. But... Thank you for listening. Angie, you're amazing. Vibe check. Every week, new podcast. So that's it. See you next week. Thank you, Angie. Thank you.